Okay, Q jingle. Q jingle. There it is. Greg? Wait. Yes. Is that you? It's it me. has been it's been weeks. It has ages, been weeks. It seems. It seems ages. My gosh, how is it that you look younger? I don't even know. I think it's the special lighting that's. It's all the good. It's the good living. It's the clean living. Yeah, you've been you've been in the pool swimming. I have been in the pool swimming. Yes. Um. Actually, I was hoping that I had some time to get in the pool today. I'm not sure if I will or not. But yeah, I managed to make it to the pool pretty much every day. That's fantastic. Yeah, I I am looking forward to that routine. And can I announce it now? I think you should. We're back in Palm Springs. We're back in Palm Springs. Yeah, we are in Palm Springs. Andrew and I pulled in on Saturday um, and we immediately turned around and went to a concert that night as we unloaded our car because that's what people do. And uh, then uh, had Sunday uh, morning to kind of wash clothes, get things ready. And then uh, we're spending some time with with the in-laws, with Bill and Joan. And I know people are going to be like, what are you talking about? But I'm going to say I love visiting with my in-laws. That's they're great. It's a it's a wonderful thing to have in-laws that you want to spend time with because they're interesting and they're funny and you've known them now for a long time. And so you just feel very welcome and, and it's a cool place. So it's a and nice listener, way to yeah. Listener or listeners, mm-hmm. uh at least one of you right now is listening to Jonathan talking about how much he loves his in-laws, and you're thinking, he's lying. That's <laughs> in-laws, it's not true. And I will tell you, listener or listeners, I've met them and he's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. They're simply delightful. They are delightful. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. And if you're new to this uh, podcast, you stumbled upon it and you didn't start from the beginning. Um, I would say, first off, shame on you. Go back. Shame and where you. have you been? We've missed you. We've been waiting for you. Exactly. All this um, time. But this is a show. What's this? What, what are we calling this now? We call this Tasty Gents. Tasty Gents. Tasty Gents. We are the Tasty Gents. That's it. Yeah. yeah. We're the Tasty Gents. Uh, right. I'm Jonathan. And Greg. Well, he's yeah. not Jonathan and Greg. He's Jonathan. I'm Greg. Um, and we are the Tasty Gents. Yeah, we're the Tasty Gents. Yeah, um, and this is our uh, podcast about uh, food and life, and then food again, and maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more life, and then a good bit of food. Food. Some people say food is life. There's people who say that it um, gives life. It does. Um, some food more so than others. Um, it gives life, and it, it well, you know, it's. They say the sense of smell is the last thing to go. Like it's something that you. Well, when you, when you, when, even when you're old and, and things like your, your taste buds change when you're a baby, your entire mouth is covered in taste buds. And then they diminish down to the parts of the tongue and the other things as you get older. And they diminish even further and further the older you get. So at this point right now, I can barely taste anything. I'm just so old. But um, so it's yeah, so. I'm sad. I don't, I, I, <laughs> no, it's not that. No, but it, I think, you know, it, for some people it's, it's different. But I, but that sense of smell, it's, it stays. And, and, and people, you know, I do anyway, maybe you've experienced this. Certain foods elicit an emotional reaction. You get yes. this. Yes. I, I walk in and I smell something cooking and I think of my mother, my grandmother. I think of my uh, grandfather grilling. I think of the, uh, you know, or I, I remember it takes me back to a place that I've been. Um, I can smell something and colors that will evoke uh, colors in my imagination. And I'm, you know, so it's just like, uh, it's just, it's just this, such a, um, a sensory thing. And we, of course, as a species have survived by being very careful and curious around food yeah, and, and creating, cause you know, you don't know, I mean, we, and no. we're, tra- we're a traveling 
you know, um, uh, what do they call that? Bo Bohemian? No. Nomads? No. Nomads. Yeah. We've um, been nomadic. Yes. We, we've been, we've been nomadic. It's kind of in our nature. So we're not always in the same place and we got to figure out like, is this going to kill me? Is this going to nourish me? What is this? Um, and then we make a little mental, mental connection, dink, dink, dink. And next thing you know, um, somebody else knows and they're feeling good. So talked about this before. I think probably this idea of, because maybe I may, I may remember why it's, it's resonating with me right now and, and I'll bring it up if I do. Um, but yes, you're exactly correct. We are, it, that, that smell is what gets us, um, I think very often to trusting something, trusting some, the, the repeat of something. And yeah. that brings us to uh, today's conversation. I yeah, think. that's right. It does. Produce, yeah. And what, what are we talking about today, Greg? We are going to talk about comfort food. Comfort food. Um, however, okay. we, we, we could spend the next 10 episodes talking about comfort food mm. and still not, still not completely tap that vein. Mm -hmm. uh, and because it means different things to different people. And it's exactly what, what you were just talking about a minute ago, where you, you have that smell that's familiar and, you know, you, you, you need something to eat. And so you get that familiar smell and then that familiar taste and you have experience of something you've experienced before. And it creates um, a sense of safety, a sense of comfort. So yeah. I don't, so it's not accidental that I think it's called uh, comfort food. I think it's not just the food we grew up with necessarily, but it, it evokes memories through its smell and its taste um, and a sense of comfort. And yeah. so we have a couple of examples of that, that we want to talk about today yeah. uh, as well. Now I was, I have been fortunate enough and for, for, for you, you, all of you out here who haven't met Greg or who haven't spent uh, uh, much time with him, I was going to say enough time with him, but the answer is there's never enough time with Greg, but <laughs> who haven't spent time with him. Um, uh, I, I'm, I, we're in Palm Springs and we're, we're helping, my mother's been staying here and we're helping her pack because she wants to drive up North and visit other family and all this kind of stuff. And I think basically get away from Andrea and I, because we're, we're a little, we get a little crazy, um, <laughs> but it's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and you invited us over for mm -hmm. lunch today. It was delightful. Yeah. It was not only was it great to see you, of course, because it's been so long, but also um, you're a great cook. And so um, you describe what you which we created yeah. for us today. So, so it was it's it was fun for me to have the two of you over. And so, um, as you know, Jonathan, people listening may not know. So I live alone, and typically when I cook, I'm cooking for myself, and it means that. Recipes that uh, would would benefit from more of a crowd, I have to wait until there's a crowd. So today was was that. It was would be three of us. Mm -hmm. So um, it's still very warm in Palm Springs, despite being brushing uh, mm. up against fall. So I wanted something kind of cool, and I made a watermelon salad um, with watermelon and cucumber and feta cheese um, and mint and basil. And that's not really the comfort food part. That was sort of a a recognition of summer. The thing that I that the other thing I made was grilled cheese, and. Yes. It's such a simple thing, but if you have, listener, if you have um, made grilled cheese in your life or, or had grilled cheese, there's good grilled cheese and there's great grilled cheese and there's not very many maybe that are awful, but there's certainly ways to do it yeah. well. And so I will say, uh, in my own opinion, even for um, what I had a lot of faith in, Turned out really great. Mm, mm -hmm. So I have a sourdough loaf of sourdough bread that I baked. Um, yeah. Baked it actually about probably ten days ago. It's been in the freezer. Um, so I took it out today and thawed it. Um, and then I have a bread slicer. So sliced it on the slicer to get you know slices that had some heft to oh, them but weren't too thick. That's how you did it so perfectly because I, I they were and I because I note because I do not I have a knife. Yeah, but it but but I always have like one edge is thicker than the other yeah. or I cut it or somebody else 
okay, I'll blame somebody else in the house, has cut it unevenly. And now I'm making a perfect cut, but it's going to be uneven on one side. It's, but yours work great. So you, that's how you did it. You've got a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. I, so I, I, because I don't have a lot of storage space, I try to limit the gadgets, kitchen gadgets that I own. We've talked mm -hmm. about that. Sure but I do have a bread slicer. So I slice some, slice some of it up. Um, it was a sort of standard artisan uh, oval loaf, which means that in the middle, it's very, the slices are very large and on the ends mm. are very small. Yeah. Um, and then um, heated up the cast iron griddle on my stove to get it good and hot. Um, and then I made a couple of sandwiches with uh, American cheese, which mm -hmm. is my favorite, and a couple mm -hmm. of sandwiches with cheddar cheese. And I did that. I, I, this was actually kind of a, a thing that I did that worked out really well. So this stove that I have, this range that I have, uh, the middle rack on top of the range is replaceable. It's a regular rack um, with a small burner, or you get that out of the way and you put down the cast iron griddle. And so I had the griddle mm. down. Uh, and when I first put the um, the sandwiches down, I put a lot of butter on the griddle. You and I talked about this. Yeah. That getting the right finish on grilled cheese means butter. So a lot of butter down. And then I took the the um, the grill rack, the thing that I had replaced, and put that on top as a, like, like a press. I don't have a grill press. I kind of was wishing that I did, but it worked beautifully. So it just presses the sandwiches down a little bit um, into the griddle. They get a really good crisp edge on them, toasted for three or four minutes, um, and then flipped them over, buttered them, flipped yeah. them over, did it again. Uh, and and they they that thing happened that I always want to happen, which is hmm. as the cheese melted, it actually was sort of soaked up into the bread, yeah. on you know both above and below. So it wasn't sort of bread melty cheese bread. It was kind of everything together and crispy and cheesy and toasty. And I'm gonna say they were really good. They were fantastic, and I, I can I can I can attest to this because I ate it like I have not eaten a breaded product in a million years. This. But not only was it great, great. You you nailed how to make bread. It's so good. Mm. Um, but what I what I really appreciate is a couple of things. Is you didn't you know as you mentioned you didn't under butter. You appropriately buttered the sides, yeah. the, the right so that it so it it, it, it doesn't toast, but it actually grills. And mm -hmm. then um, American cheese. Sometimes you just need American cheese, right? And it just, it melts, it doesn't crack, it doesn't, it's not oily, it doesn't, you're not sopping up oil, it's not dripping down the thing, it just melts just right. And I know for cheese purists, I'm breaking your heart right now, but it's, it is a great product. You know, we can just call it American slices. Let's not call it cheese, but it's right. American right. slices. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's um, vegetable oil and coloring. I get it. That's right. But you know what? So am I. <laughs> and there's a portion of me now that is vegetable oil and coloring. And I'm okay with that. Well, and let's come back to the earlier point about comfort food, right? So yeah. I grew up eating grilled cheese with American slices, yeah. um, you know, craft yeah. grilled cheese. Yeah. Um, and so when, when it comes to a comfort food product, yeah, uh, you know, an artisan grilled cheese sandwich with fancy cheese and bacon or avocado or whatever, that can be an extraordinary sandwich. But if what, what you want to create, and I did, was saying goodbye to my friend Robin, your mom, mm -hmm, who's moving mm -hmm. on to her next thing. And hello to my friend Jonathan, hello, who's back in town. So yes. what I really want to create is a bit of a comfort food atmosphere. So yeah, it's going to be not artisan cheese for that experience. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And I so you, and one of the things that I like about American cheese, and this takes me back to being a very, very small child. And I may have mentioned this on our podcast before, but um, uh, you know, I, my, my parents, uh, would have, um, happy hour. They would have wine time, 
right? And they would do this because you know my dad would get home from work, and my mother uh, worked with him. They they actually worked together, so they they come home and. I'm home from school and all the other stuff that happens and out would come these, these incredible wines that they shared and they, they would have this, 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 uh, this plate of cheeses and sliced mm. pears and they would talk about the day and other things. And what did Jonathan get? I mean, I had to be a part of it. Um, and if my brother was around, he, he as well, um, a cup of apple juice ah. and then, and then we'd get some sliced pears and then craft singles sliced up. Just yeah. like, yeah, so we, we were doing wine and cheese as well, right? We got to participate and um, and talk about what we learned in Montessori school that day. And yes. That stuff. I love that. I love the memory that you've still got of that and that and that and that there's wine, apple juice, um, you know, and cheese yeah. and that craft singles were the were the cheese sure. for you. Again, yeah. like we we do, we we do ourselves a disservice if we don't remember the feelings that we attach to food sometimes. I think that's right. Yeah, I I, I love it. And I, you know, like so 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 oh, wait did we mention the salad yet i i went briefly through the salad yeah because watermelon cucumber feta cheese mint basil mint basil right mm -hmm. yep if i can just so it's five ingredients approximately is that it yes with the dressing yep unbelievable so there are just some things that pair well together obviously you know grilled cheese you would go well with with, with tomato soup um i i don't care for tomato soup or i, I like tomato sauce, but I'm not a tomato soup kind of guy. Yeah. So to have this refreshing, delicious, right taste yeah. right next to buttery, cheesy, yes. bready goodness, yeah. it just, it completely, it, it's almost like a palate cleanser in between my my grilled cheese bites. Completely uh, agree. Yeah. And it was, it was yeah. just a wonderful way to, to then, you know, kind of re like wash out. Cause I mean, I had the American cheese and I know, but the butter leaves cause it leaves that kind yeah. of that, that all those fats in your system, the film. And then that watermelon and, and the cheese and the, it just washes it right out. Yeah. And that next bite of, uh, of uh, grilled cheese isn't lingering on the last bite. It was That's wonderful. Right. So I had, yes. a, I had a great time. I'm so this. glad. And you know, it, it's interesting. And so listener, wherever you are in the world, I will tell you that in Palm Springs today, on the day that I was making watermelon salad, mm -hmm. it's going to be 103 degrees, oh, uh, which is not entirely unusual for for this area. But it's certainly not a day that I'm going to make tomato soup. So I didn't need to <laughs> even ask Jonathan if he wanted tomato soup because there was no way I was making soup. There was no um, way. Yeah, it was a great little, great little compliment. Yeah. And you can tell, and listener, you you obviously can't see this, but Greg can see this and you saw me earlier. Um, I already have my Jonathan tan, uh, which means I'm just very red. <laughs> um, it doesn't take much, uh, you know, um, something outside of the very narrow uh, temperature comfort zone, or I bend over to tie my shoe, or I exercise for <laughs> 38 seconds or anything. Unless I'm in the swimming pool, my face is red. And I, you know, just like, and I, I, I since I was a kid, I've always said, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, I'm like clam chowder. I'm, I'm red or I'm white. That's it. Too cold. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that you should have a t-shirt, an official Tasty Gents branded t-shirt that says on the front, I'm like clam chowder on the back. I'm either red or I'm white. Yeah. That's it. Hey, you know what? We'll, let, let's go ahead and get our, our um, marketing team on this. Yes. <laughs> let's have them spin them up. Okay. Yes. We'll make a note. Oh, um, uh, Tasty Gents Towers. Tasty Gents Towers. <laughs> Uh, no, but I love it. I love being here. And yes, it's just, it's hotter than yo, but I, it's great. And yes, it's a dry heat, um, but I'm not a dry heat. So um, I have showered twice today and there may yeah. be a 
I'm getting used to it. Now, I want to come back to comfort food, though, because oh, you, yes. Jonathan Eddington, yes, um, as you said in the beginning, you immediately went and supported your uh, wife, Andrea, um, mm -hmm. who's also our marketing team, yeah, yeah. Um, and her parents, your in-laws. Yeah. Um, but you had a chance, too, to do a little comfort food work, didn't you? I did. And and so, so uh, uh, you know, my, my father-in-law, Bill, he had, a, he had a minor surgery, he came out with flying colors. He's doing great, of course. He's the bounce back king, so he's already up and running about and doing all this normal stuff. But um, we were the, we were just down there because you know we had to drop him off and pick him up and do all those kind of things. And then uh, he's not supposed to lift anything that's heavy for you know a few days. So I, and he is a, a wonderful cook. He does a lot of the cooking. Mm. Um, in fact, he's the primary cook in their in their home. And Joan's wow. also a very good cook, but um, it's a one butt kitchen. And even though their <laughs> butts are very small because they're so fit, uh, it's just a one butt kitchen. Yeah, they're very good. Um, however. The uh, so I got to I get to jump in and, and and help out. So I um so the first night, even though Bill was not able to eat this because of his surgery, he had a he had some uh, he actually had tomato soup because uh, it was easy for, easy for him to, to to take in. I made um I wanted to make something that really kind of uh you know brought some feeling of comfort because there's a lot of anxiety when when a primary member of your family is uh under the weather or just not feeling well. Um, and I know Andrea and Joan were, uh, you know, uh, you know, of course, you know, worried about him and, and mm -hmm. concerned. So I'm like, you know, hey, listen, this is this comforts me and maybe it'll comfort them as well. So I made um, they had some sweet potatoes. So I made a sweet potato mash, which was uh, which, which was pretty good. Um, I uh, and I added in um, some brie and chocolate. Wow. Wait. <clears throat> yeah. So in the mash, in the mash. Yeah. So I melted um some they have a uh, they had a hershey's bar so if you take just 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 take sweet potato just think about it just just hallucinate that you have a sweet potato in your mouth okay right. and it's delicious who doesn't love sweet potato if you don't love it please stop listening i don't want to talk to you anymore hang up yeah you know, exactly. no no okay oh, i'm not kidding I'm kidding if you don't like it you have to use this. <laughs> but did sweet potato okay now what does brie taste like right it has mm -hmm. that funky mm -hmm. cheesy creaminess Mm -hmm. Right. It's because when it melts, it's a very creamy cheese. Uh, it is. It's, yeah. it's incredibly spreadable. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I wanted something that really kind of knocked knocked it on its side a little bit. And so I I, I stirred in um, some broken chocolate pieces and I I, I just kind of I whisked those in and in, into the mash. Um, it took a little a while because the cheese added enough oil that it made it uh, a little watery almost oh. so i had to turn the heat on and let it kind of cook off a little bit um, right. but then it became something that was that was able to form so we had the uh we, we had that um and then i took a, a bag of multicolored carrots you know purples and yellows and yes. oranges and stuff and and yellows uh and then i just uh, I, I prepped them and i gave them cross cuts uh and i baked them in a sheet with uh some sliced fennel so it, it just was simple, very simple. Olive oil, salt, a little bit of pepper, and it just it just comes out perfect. You really don't have to overthink carrots and fennel. Agreed. They just they just do it right. Um, and and this was the first time Joan had ever had fresh fennel. Oh, really? she knew about it. And when she ate it, she's like, "Oh, I've had this," but she's had it yeah. in, in, in other ways. And I'm like, "It's so easy. It looks like this. You do this thing: chop, 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 bake it. You're good to go." And I put it in so many things. I use it in soups, and I, I, I'll shave it into salads. Just shaved fennel into salads. It's really good. Um, and then, and then pork chops. So we did bone-in pork chops, and um, they have a wonderful. You have the best 
stove and oven i've seen in a long time that that's not in a restaurant you have a wonderful one they have a very nice one as well mm-hmm. and so it's the it's really fun to kind of cook at their house because they've got yeah. a really strong gas and it really nice. kind of and their pans are pretty good so uh you know we're able to get it uh, we're able to get those pork chops seared and up nice and high and then pop them into the oven to to bake them i've been mm-hmm. on a sous vide I, oh kick i've been doing that but i don't have the ability to do that at their house so otherwise i would have sous vide it and then and then uh uh, finished it off but uh so so that's it and and then it was just a a very traditional rosemary garlic uh butter on on the pork chops and we called it a night i have many things to say so listener you may have picked up on this already uh jonathan is uh one of those in my experience rare cooks who sees the possibility in ingredients and just runs with it. Mm-hmm. So I I made a watermelon salad today and I went to the internet and I typed in watermelon salad. I knew basically what I wanted, but I wanted to see proportions and I wanted to see all that. It was great. Mm-hmm. It took three minutes to find and I looked it up. If I had sweet potatoes and a random Hershey bar and a little bit of brie, it would not in my lifetime occur to me for all those things to come together ever. I may sit and munch on the chocolate bar while the mash was cooking and then eat the brie with a cracker. So, uh, but to mix them together. And as you describe it though, it sounds amazing for all the reasons you described the breeze got a little bit of nuttiness and the creaminess and the yeah. funkiness of the cheese. And that is going to balance with the sweetness. And then the Hershey bar, I can't even imagine what that was like, but I bet it was amazing. So yeah. I love that as you describe it. And then, and then everything else that sort of comes together. I agree with you on the uh, carrots and fennel. You don't have to do a lot. Yeah. You know, there's so much of the flavor of carrots is, is the carrot. Um, And fennel's a great uh, compliment to that. Although I don't use fennel that much, not for any reason, but you just had it there and you made it. So, so comfort food again, like, so what you've got that is a sweet potato mash and um, carrots and fennel and pork chops. What? Yeah, and pork chops. So we did that, and and you know, I got these, and I, we I had gone to the closest store to them that I could get to is Trader Joe's, which of course has just you know really great products, and 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 as you admitted, you just try to stay away from Trader Joe's because of their candy section is too tempting, too tempting. Um, which of course was too tempting for me, so I walked out with not one but two bags of licorice. I did that. <laughs> We have to try the different kinds, right? Yeah, of course. Well, they had they had they had a mixed bag of like all the flavor. And I'm thinking, you know, I used to get to, I used to as a kid. I don't know if you remember. I used to think of like a fruit salad when I get the mixed gummies. Mm. <laughs> like like hey, it's like a fruit salad. It's not like a fruit salad. Yeah, it's like, like it's yeah. just like that. Anyway, that's uh, it's not. And I would I would recommend replacing salads with that. But we um, but Trejo's their pork chops were outstanding, and they were not overly priced, and they were bone in, and they were probably an inch and a half thick. Holy mackerel! Which is good for a pork chop. It's it's good. So um, cooked those up and plated it, and and handed it to to Joan, and everybody at the table looked and said, "She'll never." So also, if you don't listeners, if you haven't met Joan, um, she is. She is fit and and she, but she's maybe I'm gonna guess five three five she two. Is, it could be said that she is slight. She is slight. That's yeah. right. And uh, she takes very very good care of herself. But she also just doesn't overeat, and she's very uh, she's very um, uh, takes a long time to to finish her meals because she chews things thoroughly, and she's very very cognizant of that, and she enjoys things when she has it. Um, she ate the whole damn plate, 
So like nothing was left. And then she was eyeing Andrea's and we're like, whoa, Joe. Joe. Oh my gosh. She was gnawing the bone mm. on the thing. She picked it up like a tomahawk and <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. It was, it was a good night. So well, that and that's good. a testament to probably I would imagine to the to the quality of the food, the fact that it tasted good, but also the comfortness of it. And it's kind yeah. of where we started this idea that, you know, as you say, Jordan and Andrea are looking at, you know, Bill's surgery and it went well, but still there's some anxiety there. And so, you know, we share food together as a way to strengthen bonds between each other and as a way to sort of solidify that comfort. And you provide yeah. that, which is great. Oh, well, it's great. And and I felt, I felt like, like blessed that I had an opportunity to, to partake and, and help and be a part of that. Nice. Yeah. I have another, uh, I'm not sure if this qualifies as comfort food, but I'm going to share mm. it because it was yeah. this week and we're sort of in that, what we're doing this week. So um, I um, love ice cream Oh, in the way that some people say they love their children. <laughs> um, and in fact, I may have said this already in this podcast, but I visited my cardiologist uh, and uh, she was asking me, she was overall, the numbers were all good, but she thought one of my cholesterol numbers was not quite where she wanted it to be. Oh, okay. Um, and so she asked how often I have red meat. I said, maybe once a week and how often I have cheese. I said, no, two or three times a week. And she said, how often I have ice cream. And I said, do you mean how many times a day? And she, <laughs> yeah, she said, well, maybe you cut back. So I saw a thing on the internet because everything is there. Um, like just quick gelato. I'm not even sure this qualifies as gelato, but frozen pineapple. Uh, so I had some pineapple from the grocery store, tossed it in the freezer, froze it along with some uh, sweetened condensed milk, like a cup of pineapple, quarter cup of sweetened condensed milk, throw it in the food processor or the blender, blend it up like ice cream. It's yeah. kind of awesome. Oh my God. Kind So ridiculously easy. Yeah. It's your, it's your gummy fruit salad is what it is. Yeah. Um, quite easy. So I'm going to be experimenting with, with more fruit products. Uh, this time was was um, pineapple. It was wildly successful. I you can't just you just can't go wrong. Now let me add. Is it fresh? You use fresh pineapple or you can't? Yes, I use fresh. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. the, at, at the grocery store they have like these little little uh, tubs of pre cut fruit. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. So like at, Al at Albertsons down the street. So I just had mm -hmm. one of those that I had bought and I had not eaten all the pineapple and I thought I'm going to make it into ice cream and so oh I did. It was a win. So that is a win. Now, of course, because I did that, I had this can of sweetened condensed milk uh, that I only used, you know, maybe a quarter yeah. a cup of. So yeah. uh, there's not a lot of options for what I have to do next. Um, but the obvious solution is to make more gelato or whatever. Yeah, you got to make it. Yeah. So I'll be looking for uh, other fruits that I can blend mm -hmm. gelato. Kind of excited about that. Did you? Um, th this is going to go off topic just a slight. I know that we're 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 getting tight on time here, but did you yeah. um, did you finish our book that we're reading for book club? I'm not. Have you gotten into it much? I'm I'm probably halfway. Okay. Did you get to the condensed milk part? No. Okay. You're gonna love it. Okay. I'm just okay. gonna say, it. yeah, we're we're reading a we're we're in a book club as well. We're, we're in a book a club book. because we do things. Yes. Well, your things. The book is called Wellness. I Wellness. cannot more highly recommend it. It is. I I I listened to it on Audible as I like to do because we did so much driving, um, and and, and in the last week, got through the entire book. It's a fantastic read or listen, and hopefully it's as good a read as it, as it is a listen. I've been enjoying it anyway. I am about halfway through and yeah. definitely enjoying it. I just haven't had the time to read. I'm doing some other things right now. Yeah. Uh, and we should we should talk cool. about those other things on one of these on one of these we episodes. Should. Yeah. All the I'd other things. I'd love to. Yeah. Can. All the incredible stuff happening in your life. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. all right. Yeah. 
that'd be fun. All right. But with that though, what's that? We are actually wrapping up oh, our time today. Already? Believe it or not, it or uh -huh. not uh, we are brushing up against that 30 minute mark. Yeah. Right now. I, I do believe it. And um, I'm really I'm really excited that uh, that we had this time together and that we're going to get uh, back on track. And yeah. I think the next episode, let's do it together, like in person, yeah, like in person. Live, let's do a live event. So much fun. It's so much fun. It is. Like yeah. it. Listener, oh thank you again for uh, killing a half hour with us. Um, we know it's been a while, a couple of weeks since we posted. Um, so uh, we're glad you hung it hung in there with us. Um, and yeah. Jonathan, it's nice to see you. I'm glad you're back in Palm Springs. Greg, thank you for being so welcoming. It's great to see you. And listeners, again, if you want to get a hold of us, there are going to be some updates on Facebook, our testy, yep. tasty gents. Um, <laughs> yeah, testy gents is when we don't get food. And we're just, this we're in, and we get upset. No, tasty gents is what we're looking for. And then, or you can email us at tastygents at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you if you have ideas for a topic series of topics or if you want to be interviewed if you want to get on the show and talk and and um, chat up we'd love to have that too we love guests we sure do all right thank you my friend all right see you next time great thanks yep bye. bye you've been listening to tasty gents a geeky palm springs to seattle podcast okay cue jingle cue jingle there it is